Just do it. I'm running on coffee and willpower. I'll sleep when I die. Inside of a culture that measures value by productivity, it's no wonder we are living through an epidemic of hustle, grind, overworking, burnout, and exhaustion. Busyness and burnout have become a badge of honor that people tend to wear with pride. But let's get real for a second. Does pushing yourself beyond your physical limits, constantly working to the point of exhaustion, and feeling like you have to earn your rest sound like the dream life? The world has drifted too far into the yang or masculine energy, and we're forgetting and silencing the power of embodying the feminine. In this episode, you will hear a conversation about a different path, a path that leads to success while honoring rest, your natural rhythms, and ultimately your authentic self. No burnout, no exhaustion, no over-busyness. You are a human being, not a human doing. Success is your birthright, and you can achieve it while remaining authentic to yourself, your energy, and your purpose. It's a matter of having the confidence to simply be when the world has conditioned you to chronically do. You are listening to the Confidently You podcast. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. I invite you to join me, Amber, your host on a journey of coming home to your confident self. I'm so fulfilled with helping you transform your life by exploring your true potential and embodying the highest expression of your unique energy. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to own the magic of your individuality, master your mind and energy, and manifest the life you once thought was impossible. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something you can unlearn. Unlearn the bullshit stories that play on repeat that stop you from living life on your terms and taking action with confidence. So if you love human design, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber, and I am your host on your confidence building journey. I am so excited to welcome you to this episode today because I have a very special guest on. Her name is Melina Cheris. Uh, Melina is someone that I was introduced to in the online world, so we have not physically met before. Uh, but I heard her on that Projector Life podcast, uh, which is hosted by Ardelia Lee. And I heard Melina on uh, on this podcast, uh, and she was talking about overcoming toxic productivity and the whole mindset about being instead of doing. And I, I felt that I really resonated with her message so much, especially since she is also a 1-3 splenic projector. Um, I love hearing about, uh, you know, fellow projectors that are learning to overcome chronic doing. And I was very inspired by her story. So uh, when it came to considering uh, inviting more projectors and other people on the podcast that are um, embodying their human design, I naturally thought, oh, I should really invite 
Melina to come on the podcast. And so I did. And so she very humbly showed up and did this really kick-ass recording with me. So I am so excited to introduce you to her. Melina is an intuitive business coach who helps clients tap into the magic of their intuition to build the business of their dreams. Melina has been on a spiritual and personal growth journey for 15 years and her work with clients, she bridges and in her work with clients, she bridges the gap between aligned feminine business creation and deep personal transformation. Melina is a certified deep transformational coach, and in addition to coaching her clients, she runs soulful content marketing and social media at the center of her transformational coaching. And as I mentioned, she is a 1-3 Spleenic projector. Melina is full of so much juicy wisdom about embodying what it really means to be a projector and how you can honor rest but still take action and live in alignment with your authentic self. So um, I, I yeah, I just want to get into this episode so much because I think you're going to really enjoy it and Melina is such a treat. So without further ado, please welcome Melina Cheris to the Confidently You podcast. Hello, Melina. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. I am super excited to have you on here. A series of synchronicities have brought you here today. So welcome, welcome. I'd love if you opened up by introducing yourself and saying um, what makes you feel most confident. Mm, Hi, thank you for having me. Um, I'm Melina Cheris. I'm an intuitive business coach. And I'm sure we'll get into all of that, but I think a a huge thing that I love helping clients do is to really tap into their intuition to create not only the businesses of their dreams, but really the lives of their dreams. And I know, you know, you reached out to me around this idea of rest and, you know, toxic productivity and releasing all of that. And that's also a huge, huge, huge area of my work with clients is really just um, allowing yourself to live cyclically, which we were just talking about as well. Not, not, you're not the same every day at all. And kind of like really getting in touch with your own body. The more you get in touch with your body, the more you get in touch with your intuition and you know, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, all of that, the more you're in touch with that, the more you're living in alignment and following those, you know, those voices and everything just starts to kind of flow seamlessly. So that's, that's been a big path for me in my life, of course. And then that's what I love helping guide clients around. Um, and what, what was the question? What it makes me feel most confident, most confident. Mm, That's a really good question. I think just trust in myself. I think, um, again, it's been like such a journey for me of building up that confidence in myself and in listening to my voice, my inner voice, listening to the messages, uh, trusting the path, surrendering. So I think when I am really allowing myself that rest, listening to my cycles, listening to the voices within me and actually following those, I feel most confident. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. I'm noticing a a common denominator with the guests that I've been having. A lot of people are saying it's really coming down to trust in oneself is what makes them feel confident. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you like to expand a little bit further on like that, the journey of like how you got into business, um, Mm -hmm. kind of what you were hinting there about your journey of becoming more confident? Do you care to expand on that? Yeah, sure. Um, so my journey with business, it originally started, 
I mean, officially it started three-ish years ago. It feels like much longer, but it feels it started about three years ago when I was in the education field, which where I had been uh, for about four or five years. Um, and I just was feeling really not happy. I was feeling really stuck. I was feeling, I think, really creatively kind of lost. Like I really... I wasn't in touch with, I wasn't in touch with that inner voice at all, really. I mean, a little bit here and there. Um, and I'm naturally more of an anxious person. And so I think kind of growing up and with all the societal conditioning, I'd sort of just followed the path that I, that I thought I was supposed to follow. And a lot of times I found myself making decisions out of fear because I just wanted to like, have a path or have certainty, right? I was really, really afraid of the unknown. And there would be like little moments in there where I would hear my intuition, mm -hmm. my inner voice, and it would say, it would be nudging me and it would say something that would obviously be so crazy compared to what my logical mind wanted to do. I would yeah. be like, no, 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 no. There were a few times where I did listen to that voice though and it always, like, I did just kind of take the leap and do the nonsensical thing that this little voice was telling me. And I began to notice that when I actually surrendered control a bit and let go of my logical mind a bit and trusted my heart and trusted that voice, uh, magical things beyond what I could have thought of with my mind would start to happen. And my life would just kind of start to flow in these beautiful directions that I couldn't have foreseen. So I was getting, I had kind of gotten a little taste of those throughout my journey, but ultimately about three years ago, I realized I was just really unhappy with where I was in my career. Um, and I knew that there had to be something more. I just knew that this wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And so I had, I had the big aha moment. I had this big kind of download um, from my inner voice, from my higher self, whatever you want to call it, to start a blog, because I'd been on this kind of, I've always loved personal growth stuff. So it really makes sense that I'm a coach. I, love, <laughs> I like read self-help books when I was like 14. You know, yeah. I, my parents are psychologists. I love all of, I love this whole world of personal growth and working on yourself and, mm -hmm. you know, self-awareness and self-compassion and all of that. I love. So I, um, so I was called to start this blog around kind of my journey with that, some of my personal growth journey and specifically around anxiety and mental health, because that had been really big for me was realizing that I actually had anxiety and kind of not learning to heal it per se, but learning to, you know, work with it and kind of befriend it. Um, and so I started writing and, and sharing online and I loved it. I just really loved it. I started just connecting with other people and that's when I learned about coaching <laughs> mm. and I did not know about the field of coaching. I knew about therapy and I, for whatever reason, was never really called to that. A lot of therapists in my family as well. So a lot of people had always told me you'd be such a great therapist, you know, and I just never was called to that route but when the minute I, I heard about coaching I just it was like this spark and I just knew again that voice this is what I'm supposed to do took me a while to, to kind of um come to terms with that because I never thought of having my own business I never thought of being an entrepreneur 
And obviously that's a huge step into the unknown, mm-hmm. huge step off the path. Um, I'd never done anything like that ever. So it took a lot of kind of like just working with myself and being with myself and looking at the fears that were coming up and it just kind of going at my own pace. But I kind of, I started to grow my community a bit. I was, I was still writing. Um, and then eventually I took the leap and started my coaching business a little over two years ago. Um, and it's, I've never looked back. It's just been so it's been an incredible journey. I absolutely just love working with people one-on-one and in groups as well. Um, there've been a lot of ups and downs with it. I've also changed what I've done a lot. since really morphed, right? I think in the beginning I was anxiety coaching, which makes sense because that's kind of where I'd come from. So I was helping people with that. And then I kind of moved into like more energy work and like spiritual healing. And now I've moved into, I've taken all of that and, um, and kind of doing like transformative, intuitive business coaching. Cause what I was finding in my work with clients was that I really love working with women who are coaches or healers. They're starting that process because it's such a fertile ground for, for just all your shit to come up as I'm yeah. sure, you know, <laughs> like it's I such love a you, portal. I love yeah. how you articulated that a fertile yeah. ground. <laughs> there you go for all your shit to come up. It's yeah. very fertile. <laughs> yes, that is so yeah. True. It's a, it's a portal for healing really. Um, and it's, it just brings up, as you know, fears and doubts and being seen and worthiness around clients and money. And there's just so, you know, the feminine, the masculine, as we talked about a little bit before we started recording, resting and not just bringing the, you know, whatever job you left. Cause I, as a projector was not suited to the nine to five. That was the other thing that was really, I was really excited about, about having my own business was like, I get to work when I want to work. And I don't have to sit in a chair for eight hours and pretend to be working because I cannot do eight hours straight of work. And I was in like a very structured job that wasn't aligned. And so I was just, it felt so free to Mm. work for myself, but a lot of people, myself included, I just brought that shit into my business in the beginning. It was like a lot of deconditioning of, I don't want to just bring this kind of I need to be always on. I need to be always producing this toxic productivity. I didn't want to bring that mentality into my business, which is sort of what I was doing in the beginning, like look, listening to all the business podcasts and, you know, all the traditional advice out there, do, 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 do this, do that. I was kind of really sucked into that and it, none of it was feeling good. And none of it was really even working. And so I really went inside and I was like, okay, I need to actually create a business that in a way that honors my energy, that honors me, that is unique to me. Um, And that's such a process because there's so much deconditioning around all of that, you know? Um, And so that's really, that's, that's where I'm today. I also have a podcast too. And, um, I love doing that, just kind of sharing my voice and my energy in that way and and having guests on and having amazing conversations. It's been a beautiful part of my business as well. So yeah, that's my journey. (laughs) There's so, so much that I want to say about what 
about what you all talked about. I was actually keeping notes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want to forget to comment on what she just said. Oh, yeah. Um, the most recent thing about you, what you were touching on about how like that portal, uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've already forgotten the fertile ground where you're the fertile ground. Out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I really yeah. love to think as a business, as a personal development plan with a compensation plan attached. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really true because when you go into business for yourself and especially when you're like a sole proprietor business, like it's mostly Mm -hmm. just you. I mean, yeah, I've got a couple of teammates, but it's mostly just me who runs the show. And so that means that I'm like the face of my business. It's my energy that is like 95% influencing what is going on. And Mm -hmm. if my, if my shit is like, you know, covering my magnet on the G center, you know, if my shit's dirtying the magnet and I'm just going to like, that's what the energy that I'm going to put out. And that's what I'm going to attract back to me. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. I love that you touched on that. And I wanted to ask you, you mentioned that you, um, along that journey, when you were, um, uh, when you were getting in touch with like your inner flow with your cycles, um, Mm -hmm. and, and whatnot, you talked about like really getting in flow. And I'm curious, what does that mean to you? What does that look like for you to be in flow? I think for me, so when I, there was a point about six months into my business where, as I was just mentioning, I kind of just hit a wall and I was like, I don't want to do any of this stuff anymore. Like, I don't want to be grinding anymore. And I really just kind of want to strip everything away and do some deep inner work. And I, I was still working with clients at that time. Because I do think it's important that, you know, yes, there is, uh, there is a lot of shit that comes up and there's a lot of that we need to meet ourselves in that and not just be looking away from that. Right. Because I do see clients who are, it's when they're coming to me, it's like, they're ready. They know that something is kind of in the way and they are ready and willing to look at that. And I think you can definitely be running a business while you're in the shit of it, right? Because I also get clients who are like, well, but how can I, and I've had this thought too, like, how can I, if I am just deep in my own stuff, I'm not going to be attracting people, right? And that's not necessarily true either. I think what actually attracts people is when you are committed to your own growth, so if you're having like, you know, cause you hear that, like, oh, I'm, I'm not an, I don't have a good vibe, right? And it's like, it's not about being high vibe all the time. It's not about I'm, I am awesome all the time. You can be really down and dirty and working on something. And that, that is actually going to attract clients. So it's definitely not about being in a high vibe or, you know what I mean? All the time. Yeah. Um, it's like a birth, I, it's a birthplace for Mm -hmm. you know more connections to flourish when you put yourself Mm -hmm. out there say like hey yeah I'm not you know I'm putting into myself I'm working on myself I'm releasing a lot of shit yes that also speaks loudly too exactly yeah I believe that that clients can feel that too like absolutely they're like this person is committed they're not looking away from their stuff they are they're committed they're facing it so they're owning um, it they're owning it (laughs) Uh, yeah own your magic is the name of the podcast (laughs) um they're owning it there you go that's the journey um yeah so I sort of about six months in I was just like I really needed to to really figure out what this feels like for me so really what that looked like for me in the beginning was just 
tuning out a bunch of shit. So I, as I said, I was really in taking a lot of stuff, podcasts, you know, blogs, courses, all this stuff. And I sort of realized that I was just on this um, spiral of kind of needing more and more information and thinking like, oh, if I just have this course or if I just do this trick, you know, this, this strategy that that's gonna, that's gonna help and work. And I realized that that was just kind of a cycle. And uh, so really kind of tuning all of that out and getting really real with like, what actually like being very more intentional, I think, and careful with my energy and just realizing how much I'm in taking social media and other people's businesses and other people mm. who are doing similar things. And they're <laughs> you I just, okay? I'm making a note because you just said something that I didn't want to cut you off. So. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, did the sound go off? Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Um, yeah. So really just getting intentional with what I'm letting into my field and, and just trying to kind of get really quiet because I think another thing that gets in the way of us listening to ourselves is all the noise, right? Being busy, just, you know, all the things in our business we think we need to be doing, like you can just add and add and add. So you don't have any time to actually be in the flow, to actually listen to your body. So what that looked like for me in the beginning was just getting really quiet, letting a lot of stuff go really minimizing what I was doing in my business. So it was like really dialing into what do I actually feel good about doing and letting everything else go. Um, and that gave me some time and space in my day. And during that time and space, I would literally just sit and breathe and I would tune in and I would ask myself, what do you want to do right now? It was like such a revolutionary question. I never had time or space. Yeah. To do that to just tune in and ask myself what I wanted to do. And it was a really good way to kind of practice just tuning in and listening and following those directions. And some days it would be go to the park and lay in the grass and like, don't bring anything to read. Don't look at your phone and just be. And some days it would be go on a walk or take a bath or call this friend or just, just whatever it was, watch TV, relax. Some day, sometimes it would be write this post. I'm feeling inspired, right? It's not always like, oh, I'm just going to go relax. But some days it really would be like, go send this email, go write this post, you know, whatever it was. Um, but it was just, that was my first time really, I think, honoring my energy, listening to my body, following pleasure and joy, and just really tuning into to what I wanted to do. And of course, that was the deeply kind of like feminine time that I see. And, and of course, I have brought more masculine <laughs> structure back in because again, that structure is not the enemy at all. I think for me, I kind of needed to swing into that feminine void a little bit because I had so much toxic productivity and that kind of toxic masculine energy. Um, from my, my life, from my work, the workplaces I was in, I just had a kind of decondition from that. And so for me, that kind of looks like going more into a void space and really resting. And, you know, now I, I kind of have that, I feel like it's kind of they're they're together where it's like, I have that feminine flow, but I also have that structure and that really works for me. So for me, I think currently it's always changing. I don't, I do have things I really like to do in the morning that kind of help set up my day. Um, 
but it's really like meditation and exercise. And, and I love to take walks during the day and I check in with myself on when I want to do that. Um, so there's like different things, but for me, it's like just allowing it to be really organic and, and, and to shift and to just kind of check in and see how am I feeling today? Where's my energy? And if I'm not real, if I really don't have the energy for something like this just happened today, I just was going to, I had some stuff I wanted to do and I just was not feeling it today. And I thought, okay, I can do this on Monday. I can do this tomorrow. I don't have to do this right now. I'm not just going to push myself because I'm not in the, in the zone to do it. And then when I think you allow yourself to do that, then when I am actually, when I do actually come and sit down and do the thing, I have the energy for it because that, you know, I wasn't just pushing myself when I wasn't feeling it. Yes. I can just totally, you sound like me. <laughs> like everything that you just said, it's not like, yeah, that sounds like something I would say. Like, that sounds like an answer I would have given. Like everything that you just said, it's so like exactly what I do. I mm-hmm. check in with myself every day in particular, <clears throat> excuse me, in particular, like when it comes to doing business tasks mm-hmm. uh, in the past, I've been very, um, uh, my little download that I we mm-hmm. had that little laugh about it was like when you said taking in other people's businesses that was like just a really mm-hmm. big light bulb moment for me right there like mm-hmm. yeah like when you're scrolling Instagram and like of course like so many of my mentors have these amazing like big businesses and they're super inspirational but then I just realized I'm being energetically influenced by that and yes, yeah. yes. and even though like, that's great. And I'm super excited for them and that they, you know, that they're succeeding and yeah, I want to look up to people that are succeeding, like keeping people like on my radar that are succeeding so that I know that it's possible, but at the same time, you know, still taking the aware or still having the awareness, like, okay, that's them. That's so great for them. I'm going to cheer them on, but I also need to like take a step back and be like, not so influenced by that in a in, on the more negative way like in a way that yeah. disconnects me from my authenticity mm-hmm. 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 and you were also talking about how um uh you were really diving into the feminine for a while because you mm-hmm. felt like you were too much into the masculine I yeah. I heard on this podcast one time and I just I love this analogy so much is that in our society we're so we are very much so in the toxic masculine where we are mm-hmm. like with the toxic productivity and so much in the yang energy, yeah. right? It's yeah. so too much. And the thing is, in order to find our way back to balance, we have to actually over supplement with the feminine until mm. we can come back to that neutrality. Like as if the analogy mm-hmm. I heard on the podcast is like, if you had scurvy, it's because you're deficient in vitamin C. So what do you do? You take a fuck ton of vitamin C <laughs> until you're better. And then right. you cut back. So yeah. how yeah. you were saying that you were diving into the feminine, that's been me. Like only somewhat recently have I been mm. finding that balance. I was super diving into the feminine because I was so burnt out. And I was like yeah. pushing creative energy that wasn't there. And now yeah. I wait until I organically have the inspiration cycle syncing is super helpful for that knowing like how like I'm going to be more prone to feeling creative like after my period and before luteal phase etc like knowing that I can kind of like okay I can I can be somewhat confident that I can reserve that specific task until that phase in my cycle and I know that I'll get it done and I'm not going to be pushing it it's going to feel organic I'll feel in flow that sort of thing Mm -hmm. 
Hello, Confident Soul. I'm interrupting this episode as a friendly reminder that you are invited to register for my upcoming masterclass, Achieve Your Goals by Design. In this two-day live masterclass, I will walk you through my unique goal-setting framework so that you can manifest your goals in alignment with your unique human design. This means that you can achieve your goals without compromising your integrity, your energy, or your values. So if you want 2022 to be the year you step into your confident soul, and if you desire to have me as your guide, then this is an invitation to start taking aligned, inspired action. And if that inspired action leads you to work alongside me, then click that enroll button in the show notes, and I'll see you January 22nd and 23rd for the live masterclass. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, I want to ask you, do you, I mean, what comes up when you kind of honor yourself? Have you, have you, has it been an easy process for you or has it been like you have these little voices coming and saying you should be doing this thing? I'm I'm curious. That's interesting. Uh, because so my most recent menstrual cycle, my, my, my period arrived four days late. And so before that, I was still like really into my detail oriented tasks as that's kind of what our energy is called to do before we get our period. So that just continued until I got it. But then after I after I got my period, um, I was a little bit I was berating myself a little bit. I had mm. intended before I before I knew my period was going to be late. I had you know somewhat planned my schedule like because I have a lot of recording that I have to do this week. And mm-hmm. so I was like berating myself like, why aren't you feeling creative yet? Why aren't you like tapped into your flow yet? I had even recorded a podcast and I was like, I can't publish this. Like mm. I'm, I, I just can't, yeah. like it, I don't feel, it doesn't feel good to me. It didn't feel authentic to me. It felt like it felt very forced. And so these reminders keep coming to me for the, like, I'd say for the most part, like 75% of the time, I'm pretty good at honoring myself, but mm. then those hiccups come in, like, you know, my mm-hmm. period coming late. And so mm-hmm. I try to force that energy that wasn't there. And I'm just like, nope, but that's mm-hmm. how I got, that's how I maintain my, my integrity. I just got to be like, no. I got to have that boundary with myself. Like I can't publish this. The energy was not right. My message will not come through and it won't impact people the way that I hope it to. So, so I had to, so I have a podcast manager and I like, Mm -hmm. I had messaged her. I was like, I'm going to get this episode to you late. Like, are you going to have enough time? Like I had to ask for her support Mm -hmm. to, you know, Mm -hmm. see if that was possible. And luckily she was super great about it. Like, yeah, no problem. Don't rush anything. And so I've been leaning into that more, like accepting, Mm -hmm. like I'm more powerful when I'm flexible. When I can be flexible in in how I approach things. And if I simply ask for support, it's I'm probably gonna get it in some way or another. So mm-hmm. honoring that and having the confidence to ask for help, that that's been a really big game changer for me in a way to honor that part of myself and not be like so attached to um, you know, certain tasks like yeah. It's worth waiting if you just wait until the right energy comes to it. That's amazing. I think that's, and you staying in integrity there is so big, you know, that's a really important thing because a lot of people would just say, I can't get this late. I need to just push this out. I need to get this done. And so that kind of pause of 
actually, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to need to just kind of do this differently, I think is, is really big. So that's really incredible. I've done that too. I've totally done that where I've recorded a whole episode and I'm like, I'm not going to release this. Like this just <laughs> doesn't. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And I think that is amazing. I think mm-hmm. I, yeah. Kudos to you for that. Thank you. Yeah. So can we, I'm so loving this conversation, but I'd really love to ask you like, Mm -hmm. you know, what we, we were here today to talk about like toxic productivity Mm -hmm. and, you know, I've been loving this organic conversation, but I'm going to throw the question in there. What do you think that is? Can you share with me? Like, what does that mean to you um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to toxic productivity? Yeah, I think it totally relates to what we've been talking about. It's kind of that, um, distorted masculine energy right of like just pushing yourself and a a big part of it like like we've just talked about pushing yourself when the energy isn't there it's not behind it because you're just trying to get something done um, on a timeline right that you're forcing another big piece of it is constantly keeping yourself busy um which we all have you know, most of us, I mean, I certainly am guilty of doing that in the past. And I think when I've become the more intentional I've become with leaving space and really, as you said, those boundaries, what am I, where is my energy right now? What am I really committed to? Do I, do I need to do all of these things? What do I really want to say yes to? Um, just gives me, it gives me so much more energy behind the things that I actually do want to do. Mm-hmm. And so much more drive behind those, I think. So it's it's kind of just, you know, not just doing things because someone's asking you to do it or because you think you should be doing it. And then another really big piece of toxic productivity, I think, is feeling like you're worthy based on what you accomplish mm, um, yes. is a huge one, is getting worthiness from that which is like so embedded in our culture. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And honestly, I think a big obstacle that budding or new entrepreneurs face, like we go yeah. from working yeah. this job where we're expected, you know, you're on the clock, you better be yep. working, right? So yep. we come from that kind of environment, which is fine. Like that's how that world works and, you know, that works, right? But mm-hmm. when you come into entrepreneurship, it's like you get to choose what you do, when you do it, who you do it with and how you do it. Right. So you, I honestly think there really is so much more power in the flexibility. Like when you can just really be tapped into that flow and, Mm -hmm. you know, I cycle syncing, human design, really think any, Mm -hmm. anything regarding energy is so helpful for entrepreneurs. Like if I wouldn't have learned about cycle syncing in human design, I would guarantee that I would not be experiencing the success that I am right now. Cause I'd be burnt out or I'd be burnt out like crazy. If I was, if I was feeling successful and I wouldn't feel as fulfilled in the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like you, you see that a lot is either you're doing all these things and you are kind of in this toxic productivity cycle and you're, you're feeling success, but you're like really miserable because you're, burning the candle at both ends, or it's just not actually, it's not even working. You're just like, you're like, why isn't this working for me? Right. So, um, yeah, I feel like you definitely see those things a lot. And I feel like 
Yeah, that's why I think starting your business, but really anytime in your business, but especially in the beginning of it is so key. Um, and there's, as I said, there's so much out there around what you're supposed to be doing and how often you're supposed to be online. I can't tell you how many people I work with just around like letting go of being on social media all the time <laughs> and the the guilt around I'm not posting today or I'm not posting this week and people are going to forget about me. My business is going to fall apart. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> you're going to be okay. It's crazy. There's just so much, there's so much conditioning, so much conditioning around all this. And, you know, I think it's something that I'm going to be really working with for a long time. I mean, it's been a really big part of my journey because again, as I mentioned, I was anxious and I was certainly an overachiever growing up. That was a way that I felt really good about myself. That was a way I felt productive and worthy. And that was a way I got that external validation. And I, so like learning to kind of find that inside is a lifelong journey, but it's been a really big one for me that really was catalyzed in a lot of ways by my business journey too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I too have been undergoing a lot of deconditioning about social media, like how much mm -hmm. you're supposed to quote unquote show up and yeah. be on social media. But then, so I did the things, I did the things, I did the posts, you know, every day, <laughs> sometimes twice a day, you know, I was posting to the stories, you know, I was doing all of that, uh -huh, but, uh -huh. but then I, but I wasn't like feeling good about it. Um, you know, yep. it wasn't really working if I'm being honest, it wasn't like, yeah. you know, growing my following or anything like that. If anything, it just kind of yeah. felt icky because it wasn't yeah. like really inspired and it had this energy of desperation. And I'm sure that people yes. pick up on that unconsciously. And mm -hmm. so I haven't like posted in a couple of weeks and I've gotten a whole bunch of new followers and <laughs> there you, know, you go. I'm a hermit yeah. by human design. So I'm really just like going into the hermit and vibing with that. And sure enough, the more that I honor myself, the more that that seems to be working for me. So now yes. I, I'm, I'm really like, pushing myself haha I'm odd <laughs> to to really be only post on social media when it's authentic because I only yes. come to my podcasts when it feels authentic I only publish them when they feel authentic why mm -hmm. would I like treat my social media any different so mm. well social media that's really interesting that you say that because um I have, I have a client right now who we're doing a lot of deconditioning around social media and she's talking about starting a podcast and I'm really excited for her because we're just kind of feeling into like the energies of social media like she just has always felt like social media is not her not that she was never going to show up there but she just is really exhausted of that being like the only place that she feels like she can market or show up and it's really not where she wants to be right now and so we started talking about the idea of a podcast and the energy of podcasting, I don't know why it just, for me too, it just feels very different um, and very authentic and very organic. And uh, it's just such a different energy, I think, between. So there's so much about social media that is, maybe there's more conditioning around it. I don't know. You know, I, I, I think that there's a lot there. There's a lot there around uh around social media and especially because as again entrepreneurs that's that's such a that that is 
said to be such a huge part, right? Like if you don't have social media, you're never going to have grow your business or you're never, where are you going to market or all this stuff? And it's just, that's not the case. Right. And I also know people who love being on social media. Genuinely, they love writing and stuff pours out of them. They love sharing. They love being on stories and they love doing lives. And you can also feel that you're like, this person just really loves this. And they have a lot to say. And exactly like you said, if you're forcing yourself to be on there because you think you need to do that to get followers or to get clients, right. You're doing it to get something. That's another loop. It's like, people can feel that. And I'm the, that I'm the same way. It's, I think it's been so liberating for me to just show up when I want to, and it has not impacted my business in any way. If, if anything, I feel like I've gotten more amazing clients and it has not been because I'm posting all, a certain amount of time. You I know, mean, a lot of my clients actually, uh, or some of them, haven't even seen my Instagram. They, they found me through other things or my podcast, yeah. or they don't even look at my Instagram. So it's, <laughs> like, it's really funny that that's, I hear it over and over again, that, that it, it's such a big one that people think I have to be. And I feel like social media specifically, maybe it's because it's like people post very frequently on there. Whereas podcasts are at the most, I mean, I know some podcasts that are twice a week, but m- most of them are once a week if not less than that. And that's generally much more manageable than posting something every single day or however often, maybe it's because there's like, there's just this more of kind of this frantic energy on social media generally. That's like, you have to post all the time to stay relevant, but it's, I think it's so important to just, again, tap into what actually feels true to me, what feels good to me and sharing in those ways. Cause it's really, I think it's a big piece of business to share yourself and share your energy, but you can do it in ways that feel good to you and not just what you think you're supposed to be doing. And however often you think you're supposed to be doing it. And exactly as you've been saying, the more you really honor that and tap into it, it is, it is a leap, right? Because again, we're so conditioned, like I do this, I get this, right? Like in school, for example, which I, school I loved because it was like, I follow the instructions, I get an A, right? It's very much like X is X to Y and life and business is, is so different from that. Right. And so it's this kind of process of going back to trust in, it's not X to Y it's actually just much more fluid than that. And it's much more about just honoring myself. And again, trusting that the more I do that, the more magic is going to show up in my life. And also trusting in that may look different than you think it's going to look. So again, again, because another loop I've gotten in is like, I'm just going to rest and then all the clients are going to come to me. Right. And like that, and that's another doing to get loop, right. Mm -hmm. That's just another resting to get clients <laughs> like that's right. kind of another trap <laughs> trap I fell into is like I'm just gonna honor my energy and like everything and and I realized that was a big aha moment for me it was like wow I'm still doing that for this subtle energy of like but like doing that's gonna grow my business and right. letting go of even that it's like I am just I'm gonna honor my energy because that's what I want that's how I want to live yeah. Not because I, I want, that's going to bring me more clients or something in the material plane. It might, it totally might, but that's not why I'm doing it. That was a really big piece for me as well. It's just, that's because that's how I want to live mm-hmm. no matter what I'm doing. Yes. 
we are human beings, not mm-hmm. human doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, you said the, the, the do, do to doing have, to get. doing mm-hmm. to get. Yeah, I subscribe to first you have to be, then you will do, then you will have. It's your, Mm -hmm. who you are, like who your authentic person is, who you are as an authentic person. That is what needs to fuel your actions. The the energy that you put into into the action is more important than the action that you take, in my opinion. Mm, Yeah. So, So really focusing on being, who am I? What are my values? And, and I've had to make energy my number one value because when I honor my energy and make that my number one priority, everything else in my life is so, it seems so effortless when I just honor that part about myself unapologetically and, and get the support when I need it and to voice what voice the things that I need and just completely be tapped into flow. Things always seem to work out. You just got to trust the process. (laughs) Trust. Yeah, exactly. It always works out. And I think it's also important that to be, you've mentioned being flexible a few times, which I love and flow in this concept too, is being flexible with what the have, right? What the quote unquote results are going to going to look like, because Mm -hmm. there's the, you know, we can get into like, oh, I really want this in my business, or I really want this and that, and and those desires, right? And those are really beautiful. And I think it's kind of that um, balance between holding those desires and also being flexible Mm -hmm. with what's actually accepting what is and, and just being open to that looking differently than you might imagine. And that's kind of another, one of the great mysteries of it all (laughs) and trusting in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You are always, you're always provided for, and it just might not Mm. be in the way that you were expecting. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. I have this theory when you're looking at a human design chart, I have this theory that those who have fewer centers, fewer centers defined. So like you and I, you only mm-hmm. have three, is that what you said? Three yeah, centers. Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like if you've got somewhere around like four or less centers, flexibility is something that you really need to get in, get in flow with. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Cause yeah. you're not, you're not here to control things. You're here to observe things, which mm-hmm. is, that is a form of power. It's just a different kind of power. And mm-hmm. so Whereas when you do have more definition in your chart, you are here to more like influence things and have more control over things, but less observation is available to you. So both Mm -hmm. powers, both very powerful, just very different kinds of power. And Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm finding that, yeah, the more that I really tap into the flexibility, just the more at peace I feel, you know, it's funny because so as projectors, our, our signature is success. And I always thought like, I intellectualized what that meant, right? Like, yeah, okay. I'm designed to be successful. That's fucking awesome. Great. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't until I don't, I can't even remember the specific moment or anything that happened, but I'll never forget just the feeling that I had like a couple of weeks ago when I felt really in flow. I think it was uh, when I had my last batch of episodes come out in the podcast, I was like, I feel really successful. You know, Mm. I haven't like, I haven't like earned a bunch of money. I haven't like gotten a whole bunch of clients or anything like that. Nothing like that. I just, I truly feel successful. 
And I think that that came from me just like waiting until I was totally in flow and just surrendering to all all of that and being flexible. And I truly Mm. felt that way. And I, and it was like that first light bulb moment. I'm like, that's the feeling. That's what it's supposed to feel like. Hold on to that feeling and keep going with that. Mm. Yes. That's so good. I love that because it's, it can be money clients, a program going really well, right? It can be all of that for sure. But I love those moments where it's Mm -hmm. actually just like kind of the quieter moments where it's not something that you would necessarily conventionally define as success, but it's actually more like, like you just said, wow, I really honored my energy. I really was in the flow with this. I'm really proud of this. Like this was a beautiful creation, or, or this was a beautiful day that I just rested yeah. and I, I feel really successful. I, I've had kind of a, a similar moment. I was just on this vacation for a week that I was so lucky to be on with a few of my friends um, for their birthdays. And, you know, everyone was kind of talking about, oh, I don't want to go, you know, we were in Hawaii, like beautiful. And everyone was like, oh, I don't really want to go back to work. And I was kind of excited to go back. And I, on Monday, when I came back this week, I really took it easy. I had a few tasks I had to do, but like, I didn't have any client calls. I, I like didn't have anything booked, which was on purpose. I like to do that, you know, when I'm kind of transitioning back. And I just remember feeling so grateful that I am working from home. I'm working for myself. I get to make my own schedule. I get to honor my energy. Um, it was really, it was exactly like you just said, just one of those moments where I felt really successful because I wasn't dreading going back or feeling like I have to wake up super early and just like push, 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 or drive somewhere or, you know, do something I don't love. And, uh, it was on my terms and I just felt really successful that I had taken that leap and, you know, kept going with it because as you also know, I'm sure it's, there are so many moments of doubt and there's so many moments of like, can I really do this and failure and disappointment. And there's just so much of that too, that sometimes it's like, oh my God, can I really do this? And I just felt, I felt really successful because I had kept going and kept trusting in that voice that like, this is what I'm supposed to do and being flexible with what that looks like and how that looks like and the ways I'm sharing. And, um, it was just a really beautiful moment for me too. So I love those kind of quiet moments. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. If they're, if they're for anybody, they're just for yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. That's all that really matters. It's, it's about how you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, and just feeling like you're in that alignment. I mean, there's, there's, it's, I'm just so grateful for that because I've been in so many situations and and jobs where I just was so out of alignment and like so many levels and I was miserable and it was really bad for my mental health. And I think having those experiences just is a beautiful reminder. And I feel even more grateful for where I am now. Yeah. We need the polarity creates clarity. Oh, I like that. Yeah. The hustle, you, you kind of need to dip your toes in the hustle culture so that yeah. you have an appreciation for not. Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, polarity creates clarity. I really like that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so do you have any um, 
any other wisdoms that you want to share with us? Hmm. Let's see. I think kind of what's coming to me right now is just when you are willing to turn down the noise <laughs> of, the, of the conditioning of social media, of all that's out there and your, you know, busyness, when you're really willing to let go of that, however that looks for you, again, that, that doesn't necessarily mean like I am getting off all these things forever. It, it can look, it's, it can look very different for different people, but I think turn, being willing to turn all that noise down and just sit with yourself and show up for what's yours, your emotions, you know, not pushing them away, not, not bringing in some other, you know, oh, I need to do this. So I'm going to avoid this. That's a big thing I used to do, right? Like avoiding my emotions by just keeping on with my task. Um, you know, sitting with what's yours and listening to that voice and following it and trusting in it. And I love, you've mentioned a few times, you know, asking for support when you need it. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be here without some amazing mentors that I've had and that I've invested in and coaches and programs. And I love what you said about like the, what you said, the energy behind something is more important than the action, which I, I totally agree with. It's like, you know, I was in this loop of, I'm just going to hire coaches. I'm just going to take programs because I feel like I need them. Yeah. But when I let go of that, I've been the, the kind of relationships with coaches and mentors and programs that I've done since then has been so elevated and it's been so different because I'm bringing to it, not like I need this, or this is going to help me get X, but you know, I am feeling like I am really ready for something bigger and I need someone, I need some support. I need someone to kind of hold space for me and mirror some things to me and, um, you know, whatever it is, help me into this next version. That's also really, really important too. So looking inward, like, am I just looking for support because I feel like I need to be told what to do or I can't do it on my own? Or like, is this really time to get support? So I think everything just comes back to checking in with yourself and, and I think the last thing I'll say is on that note, sometimes you check in with yourself and you do something and then you're like, shit, that was actually not my intuition. That was fear. You know right. what I mean? It, it is very hard to tell and we all make mistakes with that. So it, there is, it's never like a perfect, it's never perfect. It's always just, I like to kind of say that like, I love looking at business and life as just a big experiment and that works for human design too, right? Experimenting. Yeah. And sometimes you do something out of fear that you thought was your inner voice. And then if that's okay, being gentle with yourself. I've done that many, many times in my life and my business where I'm like, I thought that this was what I was you know, being called to do. And that wasn't, that didn't actually feel good or that didn't work. Or um, I can see looking back that that was, that was more fear talking, right? Or scarcity or whatever it is. And just that's okay too. Being general with yourself on this process, healing and personal growth is absolutely not linear. I know we've heard it a million times, but it is so important to repeat because we beat ourselves up when we're like, 
I thought I'd learned this or, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's such a zigzagging path. It is not, um, it's not linear at all. And so I think a really key piece is just continuing to practice practice. And the more you do it, I do feel like you do get more fine tuned at, oh, this is actually fear. This is actually my inner voice. Um, that's practice. Like it's like a muscle, like going to the gym yeah. <laughs> that we're not taught. And so we have to strengthen it. Exactly. So, yeah. Practice equals progress. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes you make a mistake and that's okay too. <laughs> and just being gentle with yourself, be gentle with yourself, be gentle with yourself. I think that's, yeah. And be willing to, or be willing and open to learning the lesson that came from that. Again, coming yeah. back to polarity creates clarity. Okay. That didn't work out. Yeah. What are you going to take from that now? So what are you going to do next time to, mm-hmm. to learn from that, right? To, to, so that you do listen to your intuition next time. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a few times. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to be multiple times, but that's really, I think what we're here to do mm-hmm. on this earth is to just continue learning and growing and trusting ourselves and looking inward and doing what feels right for us and, and sharing our light authentically. I think that's, I can't think of anything else I would rather be doing. <laughs> right. Oh, I feel yeah. you so hard on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So please, I'd love to um, offer you some space to share mm-hmm. with our listeners. How can we connect in with you? Where can we find you? Yeah. So I know we mentioned social media. <laughs> I guess I'll start with my website, actually. My website is melinacheris.com. I'm sure you'll have that in the show notes. Um, so you can find out about me and my work there. Again, social media, I'm wildly inconsistent on there, <laughs> but I do love, uh, I do love Instagram too. And I am not on there very often, but I sometimes am. And I do love sharing writings on there. My email list as well. Um, Instagram is at Melina Cheris. And then my podcast, as I mentioned, it's called Own Your Magic. Um, it's about business, spirituality, authenticity, all the sort of stuff we've touched on here. Um, and it's not just for entrepreneurs. I feel like anyone can kind of get value from it. Um, but that's where I love to share it the most is my podcast. I absolutely love doing that. Um, that's, yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been a delight to meet you and yeah. have this beautiful organic conversation with you. So thank you, Amber, for having me. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on and listeners. I will connect with you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them. By screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode.